they have the saying in Arabic that says Kolutami, which translates to, you know, feed yourself and feed others. Yeah. And that's something that I really live by. Yeah. And, I, and I really, you know, I want that to become part of like, you know, who I am as, you know, an entrepreneur, as a founder, as a person, really. All right, guys. Welcome, Welcome. back. Welcome. Episode four of episode four. Uh, Cash Overflow. I honestly did not think we'd make it to episode four. No way. I we, think we, I feel, I felt like we would have given up by now. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was kind of hard. It was kind of hard towards the uh, end of last year. Keeping up with the episodes just because there was so much going on. Yeah, um, we're in we're, Baltimore. We're really right now. busy. We're in Baltimore right now. <laughs> yeah, we are in Baltimore. Uh, so, if you guys, <clears throat> if you guys can't see our shirts, uh, we this has been a, an announcement that we've been waiting to make for for a while until January 9th, but we got accepted into uh, TechStars, uh, which is a uh, an accelerator program that has uh, programs all over the world and, and all over the country. They're one of the top accelerator programs um, in the world and in the country. Um, and they basically, they basically <laughs> select uh, like the top 1% of promising young startups in the US uh, to invest in and to uh, accelerate their growth. And so we, we had applied, we've been applying to Techstars for over six months, over a year and a half. No, no, oh, a year over, and six months, a year and six months. Yeah. yeah. And we applied like over five times rejected, 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 but it, we knew it was, it was something that we wanted to get into because you had previously gone to yeah. accelerators so with, I went to, with one of your past startups. And so you've seen like the, the benefit that it had to, to, you know, yeah. one of the companies you worked at in the past. And so we knew that it was something that we wanted to do. So. We finally got accepted, and uh, this program is in Baltimore. It's called the Techstars Equitech Baltimore, where their primary focus is investing in uh, either minority founders or founders building technology for you know underrepresented communities. And so we kind of fit, fit both. both of those buckets. Yep. Um, and yeah, the program is obviously, like I mentioned, it's in Baltimore, and it starts uh, January 9th. So we are recording this episode January 8th. It's Sunday right now. Uh, but we made the move up here to Baltimore last week. We drove up 13 hours. Yeah, that was a that, did, that was a crazy drive. You did. You did most of it. Thank yeah. You, thank you for that, by the I way. I got you. I, I like driving, so I I don't mind. Um, yeah. And yeah, we are settled in. This is our new Airbnb for the next three months. Nope. Um, you guys get a nice a shot of the living room. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, for for our video viewers, obviously, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple or whatever. It's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty like, cre- I, I kind of get creeped out by the amount of paintings. In this. <laughs> like, there's a painting on every little piece of wall. They're going in like, there, there's so many different art directions. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's kind of scary how many different art directions there are. Like this one, this one kind of looks. Uh, well, they can't see modern. that. I know, but I'm saying like, this one looks kind of modern classical, uh, and then this is just like a. That's a picture of like an old. Also, you know, beetle. Also, you gotta stop moving, dog. I know these chairs. I can, yeah, yeah, that one's squeaky as hell. These chairs are really squeaky, so I'm gonna try to like freeze and yeah, not move that. at all because I think we can catch it in the audio. But yeah. if you do hear a little bit of squeaking, that's that's what that so, is. So so happy New Year's, man. Thank you. Happy New Year's. And happy New Year's to all of you as yep. well. Um, I gotta say. 2022 was not an easy year for the both of us. Yeah, 2022 was really tough. And for the company as well. So, I mean, like... Give, give them a recap. What happened? Starting recap. from January to December. Recap. I'll try to keep this as fast as possible. 
January. Well, I mean, if all we're going to talk about, if most of what we're going to talk about is the 2022 recap, we can yeah, go to yeah. detail. Yeah. You know, I also want to talk about what's like upcoming too, yeah. eventually. But yeah. We'll do like half the episode 2022 recap and then in our learnings and the other half gotcha. is like what we're going to do in 2023. Yeah. So January 2022, I think we launched uh, the web app, an MVP version of our web app, just to like test the model, see its effectiveness. We had a couple people on our waiting list and they they onboarded and they like kind of like used it to a capacity we were tracking a lot of the user movement the user flows through january and we really quickly realized that like everybody's pretty much using this stuff on their phones like mm -hmm. nobody wants to log in on their web app to see four different charts and like know when to buy and sell and we sorry but for context web app is is a you know, like a web-based application so like it's something that you access on your computer you can still access it on your phone but the experience yeah, of your but you phone, are really dumbing it down. <laughs> well, I mean, we can, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming not all of our like listeners or viewers are, uh, you know, familiar with the tech, you know, tech terminology and stuff. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. We don't have to like get anyways, into it. Anyways, yeah. Anyway, so we launched the web app, and then February we decided, um, like to like go ahead and start the development of the mobile app. We pivoted. And yeah, we pivoted, and then really quickly we we were like, okay, we like, let's give ourselves like three or four months to kind of get this out there. So we planned a launch for April, but really quickly we realized that in April, like uh, Apple is pretty difficult. Get it for all of. Um, I mean, you guys probably don't know this, but when you're making a mobile app, Apple <coughs> makes it extremely difficult to uh, get an app. They have like they're very strict on what data you're collecting. Um, they want to know they like especially like the user experience. Like they they kind of like expect you to have like a freemium business model if it's like a consumer app, unless it's like something like if it's a B two B mobile app, which also exists. Um, then, you know, uh, like they're a little more lenient with those, but when it's consumer facing, they're pretty strict. So instead of April, we ended up going to July. We ended up launching in July, but in the meantime, I was in New York City at the time and it was kind of hard for the both of us. Like we didn't really have a lot of collaboration time, yeah. like get things on the whiteboard, like manage the developers, manage the tasks. Cause I feel like if we were just like a little more on top of our game, because you went part-time in February, right? Yeah, yeah, about Jan end of January, early February. Yeah. yeah, so like right when we were thinking about doing the mobile app, I, he went part time, and I was just like still full time, New York City, working a job, moving from Queens to Brooklyn, which I totally regret. Um, <laughs> and then, and then you know, I, I really quickly realized that like like it was just taking a lot longer than we wanted to. I mean, I think I think my New Year's goal. Uh, I usually every year I have a New Year's goal. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if I should talk about it. Should I talk about it? If you're comfortable with it. Okay. Um, one, I don't know, like the years, but but one of the years I was like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna get into a relationship. Uh, mm -hmm. I think it was like 2019. I was like, okay, I'm gonna get into a relationship. I forget what my 2021 was, but my 2021 goal was like, okay, I'm gonna get married. I'm gonna, I'm gonna marry Sarah. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna marry her. And then lo and behold, that happened like towards the end in October. Yeah. And then 2022, I told myself, I was like, I want a six-figure check for Black Hedge. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's my New Year's goal. And, you know... Like an investment. Basically. Like, a, yeah, basically an investment, like a like a prestigious investor on our cap table or somebody that's just given us $100,000. So that was like my New Year's goal. Um, but anyways, I mean, as Mahmoud just told you, 
we got it. You yeah. Know? Like 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 right in November is like the around the time that we got it. We got the and acceptance. Yeah. As most of you know, in August, I'm I'm kind of jumping all over the place. I'm sorry, guys. But you're doing a horrible job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, August. I don't give a shit. <laughs> anyway, um, in August, we decided to uh, launch the mobile app, which we mm -hmm. finally got to around doing, and that's when most of you started subscribing. And then we just kind of let it roll. We, we were reaching out to investors. We were attending events. I quit my job. I got laid. Okay, so I got laid off in uh, like a week uh, after we launched. Mm -hmm. And really quickly, like, you know, he was there too. We were in the same room together. Yeah, and that was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Like I had my headphones in. Like he came. I took PTO one day. We were in a meeting room. And you, I had my headphones in on a call with my boss because he was just like, hey, let's connect quickly today, even though I was on PTO. And I was like, okay, this can't be good. And I was already nervous like throughout the day, like during the day, I was like, ah, shit. And he already had a difficult conversation with me a week before because yeah. he was just like, I have a hard time justifying your role. And I was like, sounds like a you problem, dog. Y'all hired me for a specific yeah, thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. It sounds like you're not like owning <laughs> yeah. up to it. Anyways. It was a pretty cool place to work, I'm not gonna lie, but it just didn't pan out. And then yeah. I got laid off and I took my headphones off and I tell him, I'm just like, dude, I just got laid off. And your face was like, no fucking way. Yeah. Yeah, I was like I was like, wait, what? Like Yeah. You, no, you're definitely you're definitely kidding right now. <laughs> and then and then I walk out of the room and then I immediately call my wife and I'm just like, Hey, I just got laid off and she's like, What? No way and then I call my dad and everybody. And then, you know, and then I come back into the room after I, like, I finished calling, like, my parents and my wife. And then I was just like, dude, like, what do we do? And then you were just like, dude, now's the time. Yeah. Like, we should go full time. We should, like, kind of, like, do it. And I was very hesitant on moving back home with my parents in Jacksonville. Like, I didn't really enjoy Florida as much, but I was like, okay, you know what? Like, I'm going to be closer to Sarah. Like, I might enjoy a little bit. So I was like, why not give it a chance? So I, like, I made that decision on a whim. I really quickly decided... I was going to move back, give his company my all. And then, you know, and I was like, okay, I, and I gave ourselves a timeline as well. I said, December 1st, if we do not land something, if we do not land like a hard commitment from some sort of investor, I am not, uh, basically, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go look for a job again as a data scientist. Yeah, and I mean, I remember like you were telling me it was, it was pretty hard for you because um, you you still had you know bills to pay. And yeah, was, yeah. Money was getting really really tight. Yeah, luckily 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 I had severance a little bit, so that helped pay off my, all my bills and all my debts in New York City, like my rent, and you know I still had to pay like another month of rent, which was super annoying. Had to pay movers. Like I think that month alone, I spent like nine or ten grand. Jeez. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Like like New York is not cheap whatsoever. But anyways. Um, moved out, went back to Florida, and then I think like a couple weeks later, you decided like, okay, you know what, I'm, I'll also go full time. Yeah. You're just like you were also had the same attitude. You're like, fuck it. You know? Yeah, I was. I was really like not not happy with my job, and I kind of I felt like I was. Uh, so the project that I was working on in my job, it was kind of wrapping up, and I could feel it wrapping up, and um, and basically in like the construction industry because I was uh, before this I was actually a construction project manager so this has been a very tough pivot for me which we can we can talk about and I'm, I'm happy to talk about uh, more in the future about how I kind of made the transition but basically once you know once your current project is wrapping up yeah. as you're bidding new projects they kind of assign you a new project because when you bid it yeah. when you get awarded a new project there's like a one to three month lag before that starts mm. for basically let's call it like due diligence mm. everything needs to get in order so 
I felt like I was about, I felt like I was, it was kind of felt like I was about to sort of get assigned a new project and I was like, ah, I have to, I have to step away because when you get assigned a new project, it is a huge commitment, you know, that's like 2021, um, I wasn't able to really like do anything, 2021, my hands were basically tied because I was running the, the, this project by my own, you know, as the sole, you know, project manager and it was, it was really hard. Um, and the life cycle of the projects are really yeah. Long. Life cycles are like a year. So if two you commit, years, so if you commit at the beginning, if you like, commit at the beginning, I mean, you can like walk away. If it's a big company, usually they have another people on staff. But I was a small company. It's just it, it was kind of a mess. And so I, I, I realized that there was like there was a there was a moment in time like where you know you have to just make a jump. Yeah. And just take a risk. And <clears throat> for you, that was after you got laid off. For me, it was around you know a month after that. It was like October. It was a month, a little bit over a month. Um, and yeah, I was like, you know what, screw it. This is about time. I mean, we, we just, we had, we had so much momentum also with, with, with Black Hedge that it just felt natural. Yeah. And we were, you know, we were having a lot of conversations with investors. We were, you know, making a lot of headway with Techstars because we had applied to a few other programs, which we, which we also got accepted to, ended up choosing this one over the other ones. And so, we'll talk about why. So yeah. Um, yeah, I went full time. I went full time in October and yeah. And yeah, it was it was honestly it was an easy easy decision to make because I, I knew it was coming. It was just yeah. like I just had to wait for like the right time. It was just a matter of time. Yeah, I think my decision was a lot harder I, I, because like I would, I would not to like brag here, but like I was the first one to make the decision. I'm not trying to brag. No, no, I know because you had because you were at like a crossroads after yeah, you got laid like, off. Yeah, and like also I hadn't been living alone for over like two years. And you at were that making point. a six figure salary too. Yeah, I was so like, it was hard to. It's hard to. It's much harder to walk away from. Yeah, that. yeah, exactly. Especially like being so comfortable, like paying what like three grand a month for my apartment in New York. There was yeah. one point I had like a Tesla, I had a two bedroom apartment in Jacksonville. Like, yeah, ah, you, were, you were living good. I man. really miss that lifestyle. I have to say, like. <laughs> Like part of me is just like I, I, I really enjoyed the stability, and yeah. and and I I on honestly like like 2022 and twenty twenty one had been filled with regrets for me like making the decision <laughs> to move to New York like moving from Brooklyn yeah. to Queens or Queens to Brooklyn like like you know just getting rid of the Tesla like everything was just like such a dumb move like you're basically like stripping your life apart yeah, all and your I, possessions and I was scared that like jumping off of this like stability lifestyle and, and entering Black Hedge, I was scared that like this was gonna be another one of those dumb mistakes. Like every point in my life, I've had a previous point where I was happier in, right? right? Like before I was living with my parents back at home making no money, I was like, okay, I was living in Brooklyn in a really nice luxury apartment building. Before that, I was living in a ni really nice Queens apartment where all my friends yeah, lived. Yeah, yeah. Before that, I was in Jacksonville driving a Tesla in a two bedroom <laughs> apartment. Like every moment in my life, I just wanted something greater, and I regret that now. That brings me to my 2023 resolution slash goal mm -hmm. is just to be grateful for what I have. Have a little bit more gratitude. Just have a lot more gratitude for what I have. Just like if I'm in a moment, if I'm in a stressful moment, whether it's financial, whether it's mentally, whatever it is, just be grateful for like what I have in this moment. Like right now, you know, I would like a salary or like a nice little chunky salary again. But I mean, I'm just grateful that like, you know, we're at this moment, we got into tech stars, we, made it this far. we are 1% of startups in the United States right yeah. now. And, and we are meeting so many cool people 
that that are willing to like all, almost write checks for us you know yeah and 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 we're getting those conversations we're getting a lot of like qualitative traction right now we just at we just launched the redesign you know we just we just launched the redesign like now the app just looks so much cooler and you know we're getting a lot of like i think like in the next few weeks we're going to be doing a lot of brand partnerships as well yeah and i'm just so excited for what 2023 has in store for us yeah no me too but i think like the the point you made about that uh, about like the previous point you made i think it, it it kind of like you have to so you have to understand one thing i feel like first of all gratitude is one of the biggest most important things that you have to have in your life in order to achieve happiness in my opinion yeah and that was something that i basically had started to learn in 2021 and continued to learn in 2022 and now i'm at a point where i am i try to like i i, I kind of like consciously am grateful for for a lot of things when i'm when i face like moments of like hardship you know like I, i've learned to be very grateful especially after the past couple of years and in 2022 there's a lot of ups and downs a lot of emotional ups and downs and there were a lot of things that were going wrong for me like i i, I applied to I, I basically i was trying to get a job with it with a with a tech company and so i applied to over 500 jobs in 2021 uh, 2022 Jeez. and i yeah I, I did you know I, I had so many handfuls of interviews and i made it to basically like the last round of for, for a lot of different interviews and a lot of different jobs and i just got rejection after rejection basically 500 rejections Wow. And that was really tough for me. I mean, it was that was an emotional like roller coaster to say the least. And after that point, and and it was it, it's crazy because there there was kind of like two fronts to my life, which is Black Hedge and then the sort of like the job search at yeah. that moment. This was like the you know first half of twenty twenty two, where the 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 other half where I was like applying for jobs, it was so downhill. Yeah, like emotionally, it was so downhill because nothing was working out. Yeah. And everything was just was just it was just failure after failure and rejection after rejection. But then on the other side with Black Hedge, we were really like they were like we were really starting to pick up momentum, gain momentum. Yeah. And, and there were a lot of things that were actually working out. And there it, it just like if you look at a graph, it was just upward. Yeah. Um, everything that we were doing from the product side, from the development side, the marketing side, the fundraising side, it was all upward. And so it, it was so it was so sort of like polarizing because I felt two completely different emotions. I'm listening. And uh, no, I, I know. And um, and so yeah, after after that point, like every time I would I would feel you know sort of like a loss after getting like a rejection from a, a job that I applied to, but then I would basically turn on the black hedge hat or put on the black hedge hat, and I would you know see like a recent win we had. It would basically like offset the loss and basically all the yeah. sadness that I got from the rejections i would think about that but then but then be grateful because black hedge was just taking off and we were getting a lot of you yeah. know gaining a lot of traction with black hedge yeah and so that helped me kind of realize that being grateful and having gratitude is is one of the key things in, in happiness but to your point man like about hardship and regret and like having like a very good life in the past but now you know you're kind of struggling like startups are not easy I know startups are very very difficult and yeah. one of the one of the, the kind of the things that you have to accept as a founder is that it's gonna suck in the beginning and we're still in the beginning yeah. and so it's it's gonna suck and I, I can't even promise that like even in these next three months as we're here in Baltimore I, I can't pro like you you can't you know you can't be promised that it's also not gonna suck yeah 
Like, you have to expect that, and you have to be willing to make sacrifices and, and be willing to sort of let go of the things that you had in the past. Um, and, I mean, for me, maybe it's an easier decision because I didn't have that much in the past. I didn't have that many, like, you know, my, my I guess, like, I didn't have that six-figure job. I wasn't driving the Tesla. But for you, mm-hmm. I know it's a little harder. So I understand, like, the, you know, the sort of your, like, emer- like the emotional turmoil on, on, on your side. But, yeah. yeah, I think, I mean, for people listening out there, like, you know, starting a company regardless of what industry it's in is, is very difficult yeah. and startups in particular are very difficult because it, you know, you have to just face a constant, you know, like roller coaster of emotions where you're always like oscillating, like high, low, high, low, high, yeah. low. I mean, it, it, it's really, it's really tough and you have to learn how to manage that. And us being young, not having a lot of life experiences, it has been tough, but I think Techstars is, is going to is going to do a really good job of surrounding us with the right people and the right mentors. Yeah, and, um, and, and the right coaches and like they're they're going to help us navigate those waters. Yeah, and just like also other founders as well because when you're around yeah. other people that have gone through similar struggles as you, right. it kind of makes you feel a lot like better about the journey that you're taking yeah. right now. And like even so we had we also went to Rehoboth Beach, Delaware this past weekend. Yeah, for a, a retreat. retreat yeah so like all the founders were getting to know each other the md was get like taking his time to like get to know everybody else um you know we we met some of our sponsors for the program and everything and it was just really nice Robith beach itself is a pretty Robith de- beach delaware i did not know that place existed before <laughs> so biden has his summer home there yeah and that pickleball court we went to his house was like half a mile right away from mm-hmm. it you know that yeah you know it's that? pretty close yeah so it's just, it's just and he like takes a helicopter and everything there anyways but it was just nice and i got to, i got i got some time to 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 catch up with um other founders and the other thing i realized is like how important it is to be around other minority founders yeah you know yeah like being around other minority founders because like we come from a background where like friends and family rounds and 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 sometimes like the round like we're just slower in that angel precede track and we never raise a phones and family round because yeah. one like as minorities are the generation above us is not as um wealthy and the second thing is if they are wealthy they're very risk adverse they will never try to take risks you know mm-hmm. They're, they're just like, oh, okay, like all they've known in their life is like, oh, a stable job, a stable job, a stable job. And, you know, like not to throw our parents under the bus, but our parents weren't like 100% okay with us taking this leap into entrepreneurship oh, and yeah. starting a company. Like who... They weren't supportive. Yeah, yeah. like, like, they're, like they, they think the life of like Mark Zuckerberg and all these like really successful entrepreneurs, that's not really what entrepreneurship is. That's just like one in a million, like uh, (laughs) entrepreneurs actually get to that level. But in our case, like, you know, if we even make it like halfway there or like a fraction of the way there, like to that $1 billion valuation that everybody dreams of, I think, you know, even if we get halfway there to a $500 million valuation, I think we made it any, any sort of, any yeah. sort of pause, any sort of step above where we're at right now is a success. And, yeah. you know, for all the Desi parents that just love and, and our parents, you know, just overseas parents that, that want their kid to Immigrant go to parents, yeah, yeah, to go to med school, to go to law school, to, to, to get a job at Google or whatever. Like those acceptance rates are also just as like equivalent, like if not greater, like 2%, 3%, The journeys 4%, are yeah, just as more difficult. Just as more difficult. And I feel like, like now that we've, have like this tech stars brand on us you know mm-hmm. i just feel so blessed 
And it, it feels more validating too. They're very validated. Like, and, and you know, at the retreat, they told us that there were about 400 applicants and they only selected 10 companies at the end of it. Yeah. And I was just shocked. I was very shocked. It was like, oh wow, we're like, it's really like the top one, yeah, like, one to two percent. Like, like that's we're pretty. We're, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I, I felt, I felt very special. I felt very grateful. And it was just, it was a nice, fulfilling feeling. I mean, you know, I was talking to other co-founders about their like struggles as well, because like you know, some for some people as well, this is their first check. For other people, this is like their third check. Some, some, some of the companies. I don't want to say who, because you know, I'm just putting. I don't want to put people's dirt out there. But like, some people are making like 500k in annual revenue. And it's just like I'm just like damn, bro. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. To you do already that. made it. Like, what do you need? Yeah, yeah. What do you yeah. need Texas for? Like, that's just yeah. a sweet hundred grand. Like, yeah. <laughs> the hell? Yeah, no. It was. Yeah, it was. It was really. It was really interesting meeting the other founders, and I'm really excited to like develop a relationship with them and get and, closer. And I think we're at another disadvantage being in Florida our whole lives. You know, yeah. like there were no other founders in Jacksonville, Florida right. and yeah. Daytona Beach, Florida. Yeah. Like if we wanted to meet cool people, we'd have to go down to Miami. But even just this weekend, like the, 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 the reach that Upsurge Baltimore has and like all these other pro- Upsurge Baltimore is our sponsor. I think they're our sponsor or like partner, some, something. Mm-hmm. They're uh, the, Upsurge Baltimore is the, the main partner for the Techstars Equitech Accelerator Program in Baltimore. Yes. So Upsurge, like they have such a great like uh environment you know they they meet every tuesday like what what um tech meetup meets like every tuesday you know that just makes no sense to me because in jacksonville the most popular tech meetup which would get like at least 100 200 people like they only ran once a month yeah you know and it was just so sad like people do it quarterly people do it annually like oh the annual like data science talk the fuck <laughs> like and these guys are and like what's the what are, what, are, what are, what's like the quality of the conversation not even that great they're just bringing a speaker and, yeah. like, and you know that's it like and and that's what florida is that's what like parts of florida that aren't miami that's what it is it's just like you're not surrounded by these interesting people and i feel like i feel like we yeah. had a harder time meeting those having those connections and everything because growing a business in the northeast in the bay area anywhere in california delaware whatever all these major tech hubs uh, it's so much easier and in comparison to yeah I mean where you are plays a huge role in your success because if you have access to capital mm-hmm. if you have access to talent if you have access to you know subject matter experts that's what you know helps you succeed and 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 that you know most of capital most of capital most of talent most of subject matter expertise they reside in those big hubs you know New yeah. York Los Angeles yeah. San Francisco Chicago you know Atlanta yeah. whatever Austin Miami like um, there's a lot of growing tech hubs now, but most of them, for the most part, you know, New York and San Francisco yeah. or Seattle, Let's and see. like, and and, um, and and so for us, like being located in North Florida was it was really hard, uh, and now you know being in Baltimore, you know, granted Baltimore not exactly a tech hub, no, I wouldn't really consider it a tech hub, yeah. but they're they're trying really hard to become a new tech hub, and that's basically the whole premise of Upsurge Baltimore yeah. is. They're building a new uh, a new tech hub, and they're trying to bring, uh, you know, talent from outside in, and the talent that is currently in, they're trying to keep it. And so, part of what they're doing with TechStars, part of the reason they partnered with TechStars, is to bring the TechStars brand and name to Baltimore. So they basically, you know, give validation, and also to get a lot of really cool startups from all over the U.S., like Black Hedge, like us, 
to Baltimore, and then they can try to um, basically they basically they try to keep them in Baltimore, and, and they do that by just giving them capital, giving them resources, talent, all that stuff. And so, there's no, I mean, it doesn't like there's nothing binding us to Baltimore. You know, they're not they're, they didn't tie our hands and say like you have to headquarter in Baltimore after the program finishes. Obviously, it's still up to us, but they're you know what Upsurge does is they try to kind of show us the the, the good the, you know the, the, the beneficial sides of Baltimore basically I try to sell you on it and whether you you know take it or not it's up to you obviously like a lot of companies in our program their um, their main business is is based in different parts of the city like there's one company that's based in New York um, and they're doing some um, they're, they're, they're doing like a logistics uh, technology startup yeah. and most of their customers are in New York so they have to be in New York so it's harder for them to sort of like just move all their operations to, to Baltimore. Real, real quick, um, let's take an intermission and hear from our sponsors. Um, so the camera cut off, so we had, so, to, we had to reset it. So I know I talked about my 2022 experiences and kind of what I saw on the tech side and everything. So why don't you tell me about your perspective? Yeah, sure. So uh, so for basically to kind of recap a little bit what Donner says, so 2022, starting in 2022, the beginning of 2022, we launched the web app to uh, a group of beta users. There's about a hundred or so beta users, um, and we quickly saw that most of them were or signing up and logging in and using the app through their phones, and that's what guided our decision to pivot into, you know, uh, um, pursuing a mobile strategy and going mobile. So that's we pivoted around February, and that's when we started the mobile app development. Uh, the app finished in April. And we did, you know, we had to go back and forth with Apple because of, like what Donner said, Apple's really strict developer rules. And we ended up launching it in late, late, late July, early August. So for me personally, um, so honestly, like I, I wasn't really doing much because in the, in the, in the early, early development stages, there isn't really much for like, you know, to on, on the, the non-technical yeah. things. One of my biggest regrets though, uh, and I will, I will admit this, one of my biggest regrets is not focusing more on like pre-launch marketing. Yeah. That's something that I look back and like I hit my head on the wall because I, I, I realized that we could have, you know, basically when we launched the app, we could have launched to like thousands of users if we, you know, if we had successfully gotten a yeah. lot of signups. For me, what I was really focusing on and, and I'll share this because this is kind of like more of a personal thing. I, I think I may have told it to you, but um, you know, I'll share it with the, the with the users. I, I mentioned a little bit earlier about how I was applying to tech jobs, um, but that was a lot of what my focus on was in the first half of you know 2022 when we were managing the mobile app development was because I, I wanted to sort of a I wanted to pivot myself into tech. I mean, that's kind of what I was doing, and I was using Black Hedge as almost like a platform. To, to get a job in tech. And I wanted to get a job in tech in product, operations, something of that nature, in order to basically, when we go to start pitching investors, I, you know, we can both say how we have you know, experience in tech. Obviously, Donish had experience in tech, but I didn't have any formal experience in tech. You know, I, I've been interested in it, and I've been sur you know, surrounding, I've, been, I've surrounded myself in the tech world on a personal note, but on a professional note, I was in a completely different world. And so I wanted to enter into the professional world of technology and, and, and I wanted to do it for myself to learn more about, you know, startups, how they operate, how people work, you know, how, uh, you know, how product managers, how they, you know, build and develop new products. Um, so I want to do it on a personal note. 
for you know self-learning and self-development but also i wanted to do it to help us with black hedge raise more money more easily because going to an investor and saying hey you know we're we're the two co-founders of black hedge we both come from a tech background he's a data scientist i'm you know product manager whatever ex product manager at you know some small startup or ex you know associate product manager whatever the name Huh? You just wanted the name. Yeah, like I just wanted like that that title yeah. because if you know if, if you go to an investor and say, oh, you know, we we both understand, you know, how startups work, how to build software products mm. because we have both done it before, it would have been a much easier sell for them, and it would have been much easier for us to to raise more money from investors, and that's one of the reasons why we struggled, um, because uh, because especially in the for early stage in, in investing, which you know our company is in, in the very early stage. Investors, they look at the team and they see, okay, why are you two or you three or why are why is this co-founding team the right team to yeah. basically get this product to market and scale it up to a billion dollar valuation? Yeah. And I felt like I was basically the weaker side of the team because I didn't bring that technology background or technology experience. And so I felt like I had to give myself that experience, give myself basically that you know that couple bullet points on my resume in order for us to, to, to raise money easier, in order for us to kind of justify why we are, you know, the, the, why this co-founding team is the team to take Black Hedge to, you know, to success. And so a, a lot of the first half of 2022 was me doing that. And so one of my goals for 2022 was getting a, a job in tech and pivoting, mm-hmm. officially officially pivoting, you know. Um, and like, you know, like I mentioned, that it didn't work. And unfortunately, one of the reasons why, I mean, it's not that I wasn't qualified. I mean, I, I was a very, I, I, I don't, you know, I, I'm not like the smartest person in the room, but I would like to consider myself, you know, like top 80 percentile at um, least, you know, I'm not like an idiot. You know, I went to a really good school. Um, I had good grades growing up, you know, and and, and, uh, and whatnot. So I felt like I could have gotten a job based off of merits alone. However, if you guys don't, like if you guys remember, the beginning of 2022 was horrible for um for for like job seekers that you know the, just the entire economy was just tanking and it was starting to tank and everybody was freaking out yeah. and i think that's part of the reason i got laid off yeah i think it was part of the reason that you got laid off too and and so a lot of the companies that that i were i was interviewing with you know they, they were so hesitant to hire new people and so it was very hard because i was basically fighting you know the markets yeah and so you know Getting a job became basically impossible for all of 2022, but for the first half when I was doing it, it was basically impossible, and um, and that was I think another reason why. So it was just it was just really bad timing, yeah. And it kind of it sucks, but it was one of those things where you know I, I learned to be grateful because we were you know we were making so much headway with with Black Edge, yeah. Um, and so unfortunately I wasn't able to land a job, but another one of my goal you know me and Donish we had a shared goal which was to land six-figure investor for Black Edge, which ended up happening with Techstars. Um, can I we talk about the Techstars investment? Because technically their terms are public. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about so it. So Techstars invests, I'm not going to say the valuations or anything, but Techstars invests around 120K. And so they invested 120,000 in us. Um, so that was like our six-figure you know, check. And uh, so basically after, before we launched the mobile app, that's what I was kind of doing. After we launched the mobile app, my life completely changed, and now 
I started doing more, you know, day-to-day -day operational work at Black Edge. So, you know, I was doing all the, you know, I'm, I'm, and I'm still doing, but uh, to kind of give you like a, the past, you know, snapshot of 2020, of August to December of 2022, I was uh, doing all of our marketing. So getting all the, you know, all new users on board. Um, and I was basically uh, fundraising. So I was um, pitching, you know, tens of investors every single week. I was always revising our pitch deck and I was, constantly, um, you know, meeting with investors and, and pitching them. Um, and uh, obviously, the, 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 also there's a couple like operational and, and, and admin side of the, of, of the business, like any, any business. Um, and so, you know, the, that's kind of what I was like working on. Basically, I was like, I was just all, there was like a laundry list of, of you know, small shit that needed to be done every single day that Donish wasn't able to do because he was busy, you know, working with the developers, building the product. Um, improving our models and all that stuff, uh, which is a huge, huge task. And so I was like, I was, I was just basically doing everything else, um, from you know marketing to legal to business operations, admin, all that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, it was. I mean, it, it was really fun because I learned a lot. There's a lot of things I was doing for the first time, so I was able to learn a lot of new things. Um, it was a great learning experience, but. I mean, it was it was also a very emotional, not emotional, but it was also very stressful, and I got a lot of anxiety because it basically constantly felt like we were we were gonna fail because yeah. I just didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. And I think I think yeah. a, I think a week before we got our acceptance, like I was very close to a quitting point, and I remember having a conversation with Sarah like not even a week before we got we got in. And I was just like, dude, like, I think, I think I'm gonna start looking for jobs soon. Like, this is just getting like really stressful. And you know, like uh, we have to like get our life back together. And so I was kind of like, you know, like she, I, naturally she was putting a little bit of pressure on me too. She was just like, dude, like, you know, we gotta have a place to live yeah. after we, you know, after I graduate and everything like that. So I was just like, oh shit, like I gotta, you know, gotta figure out like what I'm gonna do for the next couple months. Yeah. Um, and also, we're having like our big wedding like this year as well. So it's just like I had to save up for a wedding. That's gonna be tough, man. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be like. Because 2023 is is gonna be a huge year for us. Yeah, I know. I'm not, but I'm not gonna fucking put off my wedding for. No, for I know. I know. <laughs> I'm just like I'm thinking about how you're gonna how you're gonna manage it. It's gonna be. No. Uh, it's gonna be. Yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll figure it out. I have. I, I. I. And like honestly, like it all. So I was gonna do most of the work around the yeah, world. Like, what, what the fuck do I know about like floral decor and stuff <laughs> like that? You know, um, so I just have to like get my family side in order. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and then also my sister is getting married this year as well. Um, so it's just yeah, I gotta 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 manage all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I mean, like, I'm pretty excited for this year overall. Like, I think I think we're gonna have like the redesign out. We're gonna start working on V two. We'll have a lot more clarity about like fundraising and like the checks that are coming in, the hard commitments and everything like that want to close about like anywhere from 500 to 700,000, you know, definitely yeah. like in like the first like half of this year, I'd say. And, you know, the second half of the year is like, that's when we start like our seed conversations. And, you know, I'm just like super excited for like the business. And I think like now we can finally like step into our roles that we were meant to be like me focus on like product engineering, you focus on marketing, like fundraising, investor relations, everything <coughs> like that, you know, a lot yeah. of your job is going to be like, we're going to be both out of our comfort zones, you know, like I don't know, I've never been like, some badass product designer or anything like that, you know, I, I'm just like very, I'm like the jack of all trades when it comes to development, yeah. but like I'm the master of none. <laughs> yeah. But you know, often that's better than the master of one. 
Yeah, that's true. That's the saying. I think founders have to be jack of all trades. Yeah, yeah. And jacks and, of all trades. Yeah. I don't know if that's it's jack right. jack of all trades. Yeah, but like founders. Jack. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it makes sense. Like yeah. you're, you're including yourself as well as that. I was just yeah, talking. Yeah, we both have to be jack of all trades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I think I think now like is is the time where we're gonna be out of our comfort zone? But like now we have like this great support system which mm-hmm. is called TechStars. Yeah. And we have like people that are here to help us in every step of the way. Like you're not good at marketing, but like you're <coughs> gonna figure that shit out in like yep. a couple months. I'm not very good at like you know just like. I mean, I feel like I'm decent at like certain things, but like also like, you know, there's things that I lack in the product and engineering side of things. And I feel like I have the time to finally like get better at that and like manage that with like closer eyes, oh, more yeah. attention, more care. I don't have to ever hop on like the first few calls and pitches anymore. You know, like it's going to be a much smoother sale from here because we have like this little breathing room. Yeah. Yeah. Techstars uh, is going to be very, very beneficial for us. They're going to provide a lot of great resources for us. I'm very excited about that because I'm going to milk the shit out of that. How many, how many founders are in the Techstars network? Do you remember that number? Um, it was over 5,300, I think. I think it was like, 30, it was over five grand. And it was definitely 3,000. It was like 3,000 companies. And the average, also, I don't know if you knew this, but the average Techstars company after the program ends up raising about a million dollars. So Adam was actually telling me that the... Adam is our MD, by the way. He's like the yeah, managing director. Adam Phillips, of the yeah, he's a managing director. We'll probably, guy. We, should, we should get him on as guest. Yeah, 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 yeah. We definitely will. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll basically, what we'll do is we'll film some, uh, we'll, we'll record some podcast episodes in the Techstars office. We'll yeah. show you guys the Techstars office. And maybe some of the other founders. And we'll bring on. on some of the founders. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely a few founders that I want to bring on. Yeah. Honestly, all of them, they're there because they're really awesome. Yeah. Adam, Shaza, everybody basically. Uh, but like yeah, so I was talking to Adam at the retreat and I was telling him because, you know, part of what Techstars does is, is um, and this is every accelerator program, like Y Combinator does the same thing, um, is they'll, you know, they'll show you their most successful companies. Yeah. And basically they're, they're success stories. And so that's, you know, they, they gave us a presentation during when we were, you know, at the at, retreat, Delaware, yeah. at the retreat and they, sh- you know, they showed us like all their successful, most successful companies. It was like a grid of like 12 or so successful companies yeah. that have like reached a billion dollar valuation. And so I, I was asking Adam afterwards, I was like, I was like, you know, I was like, you know, it's, it's great to see those. Um, but how many companies, uh, like what percentage of companies, don't reach a billion dollar valuation, but are still successful. Like they reached, you know, let's say a hundred million dollar valuation or yeah. $50 million valuation, yeah. which is still a great success. Yeah. And, um, he didn't have the number at the top of his head, but he told me one thing, which is actually really interesting, which was that 80% of companies that go through a Techstars program are still active and operating five years after the program. Wow. Which is really impressive because yeah. a lot of companies, when they fail, you know, you, you dissolve know the company yeah. or you, you file for bankruptcy, so you're no longer active and operating. Yeah. But 80% of Techstars companies, you know, companies that have finished the Techstars, uh, that have been through the Techstars program, are still active five years later. And I thought yeah. that was really impressive. Yeah. Because even if we don't reach, like, our goal, uh, you know, a nine-figure valuation or the billion-dollar valuation, whatever it is, even if we don't, you know, the, the reach that, like, you know, mainstream commercial yeah. success level. We, if we're still somewhat successful and we're still active and we're still making a lot of revenue yeah. and we're still, you know, able to, you know, pay ourselves a, a, a good salary and, and pay our able employees, to pay our employees a great salary and put benefit, food on the table and yeah. we're su- 
successful entrepreneurs in that sense, yeah, that's you know still a win. Yeah, you know, I totally five agree. years down the road, and 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 that totally like agree. and that eighty percent number, shit, I'll the, I'll take my odds on that. The, the I mean, one eight thing, out of ten. <laughs> the the one thing that I hope not to be in the future though, um, like as a founder, I I think this is a good next part of the podcast. I know we have like fifteen minutes left. Where's like, the time, by the way? It's right there. It's forty forty four minutes. Where is it? Forty four. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're, we'll try to keep it under an hour. So so my my thing is like, uh, what kind of founder do you want to be? Right? What kind of boss do you want to be? And I think I don't want to be that founder. Sam Bateman-Fried. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I, I don't want to be that founder that has such a large ego that is not willing to look at the best interest of his investors and employees yeah, rather sure. than look at the best interest of themselves and like their dilution and everything like yeah. that and like the end of the exit. Because a lot of like what I've been seeing on Twitter lately is like founders that had the opportunity to exit at the time that they should have exited. And then in hindsight, they totally regretted it because they ended up diluting themselves. They diluted their, their uh, employees their and investors, their, their investors. Yeah, they've lost money. Investors. They fought for bank- bankruptcy. Like I've seen a lot of these nightmare things and I just like want us to be like very in sync at the time of exit. It's like, Hey, are we getting acquired? Is that aqua hire? Whatever it is, like, you know, I want to make sure it's like in the best interest of both our employees and our um and, and our and our shareholders yeah, as well and, and then the type of boss that i'd like to be is like dude i want to have like i want to institute four day weeks i'm not i'm telling you right now i'm not working on fridays i will i will work like the morning of fridays but like after yeah. juma juma is like the friday prayers for muslims by the way so after juma i'm not working bro like yeah. uh, after like 12 1 ish like i'm not working I'm telling you that right did now. It, did it? Um, there was a there was a study. There was a European company. That, yeah, I was just that about to pull that up. Work week. Yeah. yeah, I was just about to pull that up. I think they it was, said it worked. It yeah, it, it improved productivity. It improved like motivation and stuff like that. And you know, like I would just do like instead of like maybe eight hours a day, maybe do like nine. You know, maybe maybe. You know, I'm not I'm not. I mean, I think that's the logical, the only logical way to make justify a four day work week. Yeah. Work. Yeah, yeah. If you increase the, the hours per day, but then you take off one day, that's... Yeah, yeah. But that's, I, I, that's how the math, math you know, yeah, adds up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so I, what I'm trying to say is, like, I, I just want... I you want to be a good boss. I want to be a very good boss. I want to be a good, good boss. fair boss. I want to be... That's how you could have said it in, like, and, two and, and I've had my fair share of very shitty bosses, like, yeah, as yeah. you know. You know, I've been done very dirty in many situations. And, you know, I just want to make sure I'm not like that. Every time we hire, like right now we're hiring for a product manager. You know, I tell, I tell the person on the interview, I'm just like, I want to make sure this is a good fit for both of us. So just as much as I'm interviewing you, you're also interviewing right. me, yeah. you know? And I never want to hire somebody based, like, unless they're in that like realm. And like, I, I see it a lot. And you know what motivates me a lot is like, Techstars is selection process, mm-hmm. you know, like Shaza was telling me, Shaza is our program director, by the way, program manager. program manager, and she was telling me how like there were a lot of people on the calls at the very intro calls that just like had like huge egos and thought they were bigger than they were and like uh, were kind of rude to her on the calls as well. But they were really, really good companies. Like they're, they had yeah, amazing they were good companies, they were very, like, good traction, but they had horrible personalities and treated her with, did not treat her with respect. At all, and 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 and, and they decided and they didn't move them. And forward. they would have, they would have like, 
they would have got a lot of, like Techstars itself would have gotten a lot of value out of that, but Shadzak kind of threw them out, so did Adam, because like they just weren't good people. Yeah. And I, I get inspired by that, and I just want to continue to be that. No matter how big we get, I just want yeah. to be a good person. I right. just want to get rid of my values that I have now. And honestly, you know what Moby told me? Moby's my cousin who gave us like really good advice, and uh, he basically said, write yourself a letter in five years. He told me like after we got into Techstars and like he congratulated me and everything, he was just like, write yourself a letter for like when you feel like you've made it. Once you've like raised like a twenty million dollar round, thirty million dollar round, write yourself a letter for like what you are now, just to remind yourself in the future. And that's the founder that I would like. What are you gonna tell? Like, what would you tell yourself in that letter? I would just tell myself like, hey Donish, like the year is twenty twenty three. It's January twenty twenty three. Your company's at this date, and I'll just lay the facts out, and I'll be like, listen, like you have positioned your life to always be the person that thinks about others rather than themselves Mm -hmm. first um you know you always want to take the fair way out like part of me like you know like sometimes uh i just i just feel guilty in very little things like if i have if i talk to somebody rudely or something like that like i'm yeah i'm I'm usually a very apologetic person and like you know i just never want to rub off on somebody the wrong way because you never know like how valuable they could be for you in the future you know you never know um, uh, like how how much they could help you out in the future as well. Just, you know, honestly, you know, you know what I think about this. Uh, I think you're first of all, you're a really, you are a really good person. Thank you. Like, no, you you have very very good values. You have very good morals, and you're very vocal about them. Thank you. Which is which is good uh, for you know people to hear, people to know that. But I think this, since you know since I since I know you're a good person. Yeah. And I know, you know, what your beliefs are, what your values are, what your morals are. I feel like you have already sort of subconsciously, you know, dr- like subconsciously like buried those, not not buried, no, buried is the wrong word. Subconsciously like planted those values and morals that you will always, like you will always sort of project those values and morals even when you're on like, you know, uh, auto auto autopilot yeah yeah and i think I think so so so, so what i'm yeah. trying to say is um i think you're like you're in a really good position because since yeah. you're so like deeply like since those your you know your values and morals are so deeply rooted in you yeah. um you are going to be a good person yeah and all your decisions are going to be made even if you're not like actively asking yourself oh, okay well how does this fit within my values and morals i think yeah. that you're like your gut decision, your gut feeling, yeah. your you know your your sort of like instinctual uh, uh, decision is going to be sort of yeah. a good decision. I mean, and, it'll fall within those values and morals. So I think I think you're good. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't and, stress. And, about yeah, it. I I think I'm good too. And like I think a part of the reason I feel like I'm good as well is because like I'm married, and yeah. I always have like Sarah there to like make like keep me accountable for like my actions. Like if she sees that I'm becoming like an asshole, right? <laughs> yeah, she'll like call, she'll she will call both of us out. Yeah, she'll call she'll call you out. Like she will call dude, she'll out. call me out. She'll call you out. Like you know, she. I, I think like I'm blessed just to yeah. have her in my life. Like she's she's the biggest blessing in my life, not this company. <laughs> no, that's true. No, 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 no. I, I know, I, think, I know. No, your wife. I think your wife is, yeah. is more important. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah, at the end of the day, I'm doing at the end of the day, me. like Blackhead should could fail, um, and your 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 marriage could fail. But what would hurt you the most? My marriage. Your marriage. Yeah. Exactly. You're, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Those are some wise ass words. <laughs> quit and become a therapist. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> and and yeah, and I think like having a co-founder just makes it 
like so much easier. You get to share, you know, you get to share like the your stress. Your feelings, you how you're feeling. Share, you know, like even like last night, we were talking till like midnight, just like talking about like the people we want to become. And yeah. Like, you know, we have a lot of these deep ass talks. That we I feel do like, have a lot of deep, and I want to continue having deep conversations. Yeah. I think deep conversations good. are the best and conversations. And it's healthy. And it's healthy. And also going back to the whole gratitude point is like, the you know, like uh, I learned this on Big Mouth, that really shitty like netflix animated show yeah right i know i gotta ask you the question but anyways um that netflix animated show this is like like gratitude is a great way to like get rid of anxiety yeah it's like it's the best way it's just like being grateful for like what you have in the moment is like and I, i'm very grateful for you dude and i feel like yeah. the more we talk to yeah. each other about like us being grateful for one another and us being grateful for like what we have set up in store right now mm-hmm. like you know me being grateful for sarah everything like that it just like it calms me you yeah. know, and I think like it, it, it comes like the whole anxi- anxious feeling yeah. that's natural with no, startups. No, that's a hundred percent true. I mean, whenever like any any anytime something bad happens, yeah. you start freaking out. Yeah. If it's like business like yeah. business related, let's say the blackheads, like you know, if the app goes down or On whatever. On the app store. Yeah, anything something stressful or bad happens, you know, you start freaking out. But then you know you become you know you you sort of take a step back. And you're like, all right, time to be grateful. Mm-hmm. What are the What are the things that I'm grateful for? You know, I'm healthy. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. I, I'm in very good shape. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm I you know all my limbs are working. Yeah. I have a you know I have an amazing wife. Yeah. You know, like I have yeah. a, I have a great co-founder. Stuff like that. Like, you know, you start yeah. to realize like, okay, well maybe the app going down is not that bad. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. You know, like, who cares? We'll, we'll get it back up. Maybe, maybe getting going bankrupt in a week like is not yeah, that bad. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know? like shit happens, you know. <laughs> all right, like, all right. I, I literally I could be handicapped. Yeah. You know? Like I yeah. could I could have one arm. Yeah. You know. Okay. So so real quick, where we don't have much time here, yeah, but we have, I want you, I want to ask you the same question. Like, what kind of founder do you want to be? I think, I think we I mean, we embody a lot of the same values, same morals. I, I want to be a fair a fair and just person. Um, there's a quote that I was actually reading the other day, and I think it's by either Sophocles or Aristotle, and it was something that I, I, I mean, I, I really, really liked it. Um, it was Sophocles, and it basically is, it goes, you know, I'd rather fail with honor than succeed by fraud. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of my mantra. You know, yeah. I would rather fail honorably than succeed by screwing people over and lying stepping on cheating, toes stepping on feet you know to yeah. basically the SBF the Bernie Madoff way yeah. like that that's the type of founder that I want to be is I want to be fair and just and my dad used to have this saying um, my dad and my grandfather had this saying and they were both you know like entrepreneurs and business owners and so they had employees um, and so they kind of they learned from experience so I, I take a lot of their, their lessons uh, with me right now but they have this saying in Arabic it says kolupami which translates to, you know, feed yourself and feed others. Yeah. And that's something that I really live by. Yeah. And, I, and I really, you know, I want that to become part of, like, you know, who I am as, you know, an entrepreneur, as a founder, as a person, really. That should be our, like, that should be somewhere on the wall in our future office. In our future office, yeah. Like, in Arabic and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Every language, yeah. That yeah. would be cool. That would be really cool. But, yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of, that's a, that's a kind of founder I am. I mean, I want to succeed. Obviously, I want to, you know, be, be financially successful so I don't have to, like, worry about waking up and going to work every single day. Yeah. Um, but also, that's not the only reason I want to do that. I do want to give back. I do want to try to help, you know, make the world yeah. a better place and, you know, through my own lens, yeah. my own vision. I'll but, make sure. But I'll, I want to get there. Yeah in a fair way because I don't want to on my deathbed 
think back and say, man, I really like, like, like basically I, I don't want to, you know, yeah. have a lot of, like have a lot of regret and, and, yeah. and, you know, die having, you know, screwed so many people over and ripped yeah. so many people off. I think yeah. that's a, that's a horrible feeling. Yeah. That's a horrible, horrible feeling. I think, I think us being Muslim, like also just like really helps with that fact. Yeah. Because I mean, like Islam is so big on just so being just. It's so rooted in values and morals and, yeah. and, and being just and being, being fair. Being fair. And, yeah. you know. And giving being, back. And giving back. Like that's one of our pillars, straight up one of our pillars. of Yeah. Our so, you know, I, th I think that, that helps us a lot. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, that's kind of, that answers your question, I think. Well, Any cool. other questions? No, I, I think we're we're there on time right now. I think the video is about to turn off, but yeah. Thank you, everybody, so much. I wish, man, I wish we kind of talked more about our 2023 goals, like for Black Hedge. Not, I mean, we talk, we kind of talked about our personal goals, but I want to talk about our Black Hedge goals. But we'll we'll talk about that in the next episode. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We could do like a fast follow episode yeah. where we talk about V2 yeah. and everything that we have in store on the roadmap. Yeah. Damn, I'm so fucking excited for 2023. Yeah. Dude, happy New Year's. Happy New Year's, my boy. Bye, guys.